0: Right, maggots, this is time for date boot camp. We're going to tell you what to do and what not to do during a date.
1: Uh, this is all strictly based on our opinions and experience. There's no research behind this. We're not liable for if you take our uh, study and it does not go well. If it goes great, that's 100% all on us. We were the ones who did that.
0: Yeah, and after saying that intro, you guys aren't maggots. You're really cool. Uh, I just had to come in hot. But anyway, let's get into the business. So, Julian, what are the things that you are like? What are the fundamental pillars of a date in your eyes?
1: Um, well, the first thing is listening to off the top podcasts and all the platforms available, getting really warmed up and educated for the date. Um, fundamental pillars of a date. Um, I think fundamentals just transparency and honesty. Um, like cardinal sin number one for me is don't fake it. Um, because if you go on a date and you know, so the you know the other person on the date expects you to be someone that you're really not. That's how things you know trouble in paradise in the long term. Um, I think about you know just having fun. Dates are also an experience, like. I'd say majority of the dates probably don't end up being, you know, the love of your life, however that is. But it's an experience in some sort of way. You're putting time and effort into it. So at least try to make it a good time, um, regardless of the circumstances. Some things might come up, but just try to make it a good time. Yeah. I mean, the thing that I really like that you just said is, you know,
0: it's about fun and it's about having good times. I mean, you're not there to, you know, advance your career. Hopefully not. Or like, you know, it shouldn't be very serious. You're not going to court. Um, the one thing that I would like people to be reminded of, make sure you put your best foot forward. And that is shown in a multitude of processes and that we'll touch on. But one of my big don'ts, and it's more of a general, like, just don't do it. Um, don't go to movies on first dates. I really don't care if she wants to go to a movie or he wants to go to a movie. Don't do it. The reason why is because there is no communication in, a movie theater you're watching a movie you're not talking about you know what's interest you have or they have or you know what you really is you know you're not talking at all and that's bad
1: yeah. And I, what you talked about putting your best foot forward, the thing a lot of people don't really think about, say the date goes really well and you guys just find out, you know, you aren't compatible together, but you're still, you know, cool friends or whatever. That's a, I'm, from a business standpoint, that's just nice to have in your network. So say you go on a date and it goes really well and you guys aren't compatible, but, you know, you guys can be friends or talk it out. You just couldn't see each other dating or being together long term. But maybe, you know, the person that you're, you're going on this date with or they're, you know, you're working on a certain business and they know someone, they can put in a good word for you. So if you don't put your best foot forward or you like try to stomp out the date as it's going bad, and you're like, I'm going to make this worse or it's going to go worse. You could be losing out on some opportunities in the long run.
0: Yeah. And if that's your, you know, if that's something that you do think about, then there's a lot more than that. You know, there's a lot of different podcasts and therapists that you can talk to to help you out with that i mean naturally it's like you know don't ever take it too serious as far as i'm concerned it's about getting to know somebody and you know having a good time i've said it you know probably three times at this point and we're you know less than five minutes in but that's how important it is i mean nobody's gonna be like oh gosh that was the best date ever we were so serious the whole time and i think i laughed once And it was just because I farted and hoped that he didn't hear it. You know, it's like, you know, that's have fun.
1: Yeah, exactly. So kind of rolling into, you know, dating the dating scene. It's very in today's generation. It's I think it's very fairly easily easier to find a date because I'd say 10 years ago, you're more so finding people in public. And now you have dating websites, dating apps. A lot. Of, you can see mutual friends. You have social media. You have all these different opportunities to, so quote unquote, find someone you may be interested in or want to go on a date with. So you have the ability to find the avenue to go on a date, and then, I mean it's all around you at all times. So it's really being kind of cognizant of maybe you find someone with a similar interest or someone you are interested in. You seem there's some chemistry. Uh, Maybe over the development of, you know, a week or a couple of texts or whatever it may be, you kind of realize there's an opportunity to go out on a date.
0: Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head with kind of the opportunity and the multitude of ways that people can find dates or go on dates. And I think it's very helpful for some people, especially, I mean, there's a lot of people that are shy. And understandably, still, so rejection isn't like a fun thing. Like, nobody's ever like, yeah, I got rejected, but it's a very normal thing in life. So, you got to be used to it. But it kind of takes the edge off, you know, going through tender or for your case, you go farmers only, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, I really like blackpeoplemeat.com. Um, I thought that was a barbecue website. <laughs> it, there's some good kickouts on <laughs> yeah. there. Um, the other thing I think about too is like shotgun dating or, um, uh, like those dating, I don't know if they still do, them, but I see them in movies. Like where it's everyone's in a big conference room, and you have like forty five seconds to, you know, impress someone and land a date at the end of the night. I always wonder what that experience is like. Like you have forty five seconds for two people to conversate, right? That feels like a Shark Tank
0: like <laughs> pitch. Like you're pitching your product, and you're hoping Mark Cuban doesn't hate you at the end of
1: it. <laughs> you know what? I'm out, and then yeah. you just got to keep moving on. And I think it's also interesting because. There's just a ton of people in that room all kind of doing the same thing so I wonder what what would you do to stand out from you know the guys like, well you know I'm a doctor and my five- year plan is this and I have a boat or like I'm a stand-up comedian I like this like what is making you stand out in that situation?
0: A uh, good question. The thing that I would do first off is well there's a lot of things I do but the one of the main things is I would bring energy you know for that 45 seconds it would be very powerful very like upbeat and have a high energy level and there's a there's kind of a con to having a higher energy level especially if you have a much higher energy level than the person you're trying to communicate with so if you can do calibrating then always put yourself at about a, a a decent notch above whatever energy level they're on and the reason why is because they'll stay engaged They'll find you more interesting and they'll have a better time if they have to go up and meet your energy level compared to the other way. And also another thing that you need to do is like, you know, you have 45 seconds, so it's not like you can warm up into anything. So you need to do a lot of like social warm up beforehand, just like, you know people warm up before basketball games or before you know doing any exercise that's the same when it comes to social exercise as well so you got to make sure you have a good lather your body's nice and loose you're feeling good you have high energy and then you just go in there and you know be very um very very full of life very playful is
1: what i would do personally how about yourself I think it depends on the situation. Like if it's in you know this large group and you can see everyone on date, it's like table next to table next to table. Um, I'd just try to find a way to be different, whether it be like one table, you know maybe you're uh, halfway through, it feels like maybe that table you're like, hey, would you like to go on a walk? So it's something a little bit different than sitting at the table the whole 45 seconds. So maybe it's just like getting up and doing a different atmosphere. Maybe it's switching seats. Um, you know, maybe it's just doing something, some physical motion that's a little bit different than, you know, what it seems everyone else is doing so that it kind of stands out like, oh, yeah, this one guy, uh, you know, got up and, you know, we went on a walk or, you know, we switched seats or we tried, you know, mimicking other people's voices or we did something else. You know, along the lines, that's something a little bit more different because you can think about anywhere you go. If you see someone doing something slightly different, you're more often to remember that than everyone in the same herd mentality.
0: Yeah. Funny you mentioned that because we had a great podcast on herd mentality about two weeks time ago. And I would highly recommend that people look at that one. I really enjoyed it. But yeah, you're right. You want to stand out in another way of, you know, invigorating and helping people feel a little bit more loose and fun is doing something physical. You know, as you know, your body and mind play this like follower leader thing and sometimes your mind follows you sometimes your mind leads sometimes your body does the others too and so when you kind of physically get loose that actually helps mentally get yourself loose and you know if you're physically like dancing like imagine being super serious and then just breaking out in a dance and trying to stay serious it's hard to do and so that's a very good point
1: yeah so um those are just some quick general looks at it but now we're gonna hop into just kind of um a typical day at a step-by-step what we would do, what we wouldn't do and kind of see if you guys pick anything up and if any weird tangents come out of, you know, our heads.
0: Yeah. So I guess I'll kind of give you guys a step through. So let's set the scene. Um, I have this date. She, you know, she little thing thing <laughs> <laughs> full snack. <laughs> and so, Uh, What I first do is, obviously we're not going to the movies, we're doing something different. Um, another way, let's start out with this way. So something I usually do that kind of takes the edge off of dates because a lot of people have anxiety towards dates and, you know, I feel like some of that's natural. So I casually will bring it up and casually invite somebody. For instance, um, I have a whole bunch of buddies and sometimes we'll like go to like wine bars and go tasting. One time, um, everybody in the group ditched and I wasn't really into looking like I was going to be going, you know, at this bar or wine bar alone and just kind of like downing a couple glasses of wine by myself. So I said, hey, like I am going to this wine bar. Me and my buddies usually do this. They can't make it. You should join me on, you know, X, Y, and Z in place. And so that kind of takes the edge off because it's not like you are formally inviting them. You're not bringing your your butler and like giving her a letter and having her fill it out in front of him. It's like a very like casual and cool thing. So it kind of um, takes off some of the pressure, which, you know, sometimes people have on dates. Um, so let's say I'm going to this wine bar and then what i'll do is you know make sure i'm groomed that's one thing that's very important make sure that you're freshly showered especially if you just were sweating you know working out um and so make sure all of that's taken care of guys because nothing or girls too in the matter of fact um you just don't want to be stinky smelly sweaty any of that stuff that would be unattractive on a date i mean especially some people get nervous and i've seen it before like people start sweating on dates and if you're going to be sweating already like you know, make sure you showered first. So you have like the clean sweat of sweat going. Um, but to fast forward, you know, uh, groom, make sure that I'm socially warmed up. Like I talked about before, before going out, maybe be chatty. If you show up early, then, you know, and be on time as well, be on time or early. And if you show up early, then don't be afraid to like chat up people around you know if you're at that wine bar don't be afraid to like talk to the waiters the waitresses the people next to you too uh it helps kind of get those juices flowing so when you know the person your date is coming or like gets there that you're not like all of a sudden like you know starting up an old uh motorcycle that you need to put the choke on for a little bit and then take the choke off like you're already nice and warm which is good um another thing that i like to do is you know Like obviously have the energy in the date, but also like, you know, be, I always enjoy being the MC of conversation. And I know that sounds kind of weird to say, but you know, kind of guide the conversation or direct the conversation in each way, but don't be afraid to like, you know, go off on certain tangents because sometimes those tangents are actually really fun to, you know, explore or go down, you know, that random time that, you know, you got stranded in the middle of the woods and all you had is, like, a torch, and then you thought there's Bigfoot chasing you. Like, those things are pretty interesting and fun, and then you can learn a lot about people as well.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, I think there's a lot of different steps you touched on in there, from um, one being, like, having proper communication um, in between, like, a formal and informal invite to a date. There's tons of ways you can do it. just depends on, you know, who you're asking, you know, what their mood is, or how they... React to certain things. So you could be super formal, like in person, or you could do a call, you could do a text, whatever it is. And then from there, kind of having a plan, right? You have a plan once you do that. And then you kind of go into the pre-date where, you know, you're getting, you know, groomed or dressed up or fitting the occasion properly and kind of putting your best foot forward at that point. And then, like, understanding, you know, time frames and when to be there and being, you know, probably earlier on time, like you said, and talking to, you know, whoever you're going on a date with and communicating with them, like, are you picking them up? Are you meeting there? Where are you meeting? Um, you know, is it a game to find each other What there? Like, how are you, you know, you don't really know how you're doing that or figuring that out. And then once you're there, just kind of, like, getting to like warming up, getting to know one another. If you haven't talked a whole lot, if you have, then you're probably right in full swing of things Um, and kind of just understanding the environment that day around you. So maybe you go to a place and it's super high energy and it's fun, or maybe it's a little bit more mellow, like a jazz bar or something like that. Um, And kind of conversating and just kind of, you know, relaxing and getting to know the person on the other side of the table or next to the table or, you know, rock climbing or what that may be. Yeah, exactly. I think
0: one thing that I didn't mention fully that you kind of touched on was choose your environment carefully. Like, obviously, I said no movies, and that example was a wine bar, but there's tons of places that you could go, regardless if it's a walk or, you know, like a heavy metal concert. Like, there are times and places where you'd want that to be a date. Just know that it needs to be um, cohesive and best help augment what you're trying to do if you're trying to you know display that you're super smart and a library's the spot then cool i don't know if being super smart correlates or like is easily shown at like a megadeth concert (laughs) but you know who knows maybe that's your cup of tea and maybe you think that that's the other person's cup of tea but yeah very good point on choosing the environment carefully
1: Yeah. And I think if you're one of those people who gets nervous or anxious or like uncomfortable for change beforehand, I think it's nice to, you know, maybe visualize a little bit what's going to like what's going on or maybe think of some predisposed questions that aren't too boring, but maybe just a little bit more interesting. That way you kind of have a game plan and you kind of know where things are falling into place. Um, the only downside of that is if it doesn't fall into place, you're probably going to get a lot more nervous, but just being able to relax and understand that like, it's just a date. It's not like a job interview, like you said earlier. Um, and that, you know, you're trying to just make a good impression. You're just being you. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. And I mean, that's how life goes.
0: Yeah. A thousand percent. Yeah. It's, you know, you want to be very good at not taking or not putting pressure on yourself. And so I think putting it in that perspective and the fact that, you know, this, this use probably is a random person that you're going to meet or somebody you don't know very well. So regardless if they like you or not is no judge on your character, who you are, how great of a person you are. It just means that, you know, it just didn't work out and that doesn't really, it's not good, bad or in between. It's just what it is. Mm -hmm. So,
1: yeah, and I think too finding, like you said, the mood of the date itself, like you could be in a high energy place and the mood is a little bit low key between you and the person you're on a date with is very important and understanding how that person reacts to certain things. Because I mean, I've seen or heard dates where people are just out like embarrassing themselves. And I can't tell like, to me, I'd be like, yeah, that's embarrassing. But maybe to you know the person they're on a date, that's like a hit. It's super funny. It's like you know, that their personality. So it's really like you don't think about necessarily the others around you, just think about like having a good time with the person you're with and kind of making that memorable experience. So if it is, you know, embarrassing but you guys are jumping into a fountain and doing some movie type romance stuff, great. Like if that's not how the mood of the date is going, then like you're doing something else. But it's just kind of, you know, finding out and figuring out the rhythm of the day.
0: Yeah, certainly. Um, Now that we've kind of talked about a few things that, you know, I mentioned what my example was and we talked about that a little bit. I'm really curious to hear your example of you stepping through one.
1: (laughs) This is funny because I am not a romantic in any way. Um, And I've been in a relationship for a good amount of time. Um, Julian's tips to going on a date. Hmm. Uh, Obviously, like I'm more of a plan type of person. So like if I am the dominant in this thing. So maybe I'm the one who asks to go on a date or it wants to go somewhere. And I'm the one who's kind of planning through that course. Cause I think the, something a pet peeve for some people could be like, say you get asked on a date, say Julian is asking you as a listener on a date, and then you're like, oh, yeah, I'll go. And then I'm like, all right, tell me what you want to do. It kind of, t- to some people, could defeat the purpose. Like, it, I think to some people it's nice to you're like, oh, do you want to go on a date? Like, okay, let's go to this four-star Italian restaurant at, you know, for dinner, and then maybe we can go get ice cream, or there's this cool comedy club down the street or something, which I wish we had in this area, but we don't. Um, so kind of setting up a plan is the first thing I do. And then from there, based on my plan, I'm kind of figuring out, you know, maybe what the mood might be or like what I'm wearing, more so what shoes I want to choose um, because I'm a big shoe guy. I'm figuring that out. And then, you know, if I'm picking, you know, picking someone up or we're meeting there, like I said, just kind of being early. Um, If you are the one, I would say the dominant again, (laughs) um, asking the person on the date. So, like, I'd ask my girlfriend. Hey, you know, let's meet there today because we're like on far parts of town or something being the first one there so that when she shows up, I'm there and it's not her just waiting for me to show up. So like it's um, a little bit more of a mental thing, like, oh, he's there and he's prepared or whatever. And he's kind of got things situated and then just kind of rolling through the date, you know, just having fun talking about I'm more of a current topic person or just random theoretical stuff. I'm never I don't do like the. I don't talk about anything in the future. I don't talk about anything that's like you could find on the internet. Like, so what's your job? What's this like? Blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's a little bit different. I've been in a relationship for a little while, but I've never been like a basic question asker. Cause that can just make things pretty boring and repetitive and bland to me. And then just kind of having fun and seeing what opportunities to necessarily do something like different or an experience, whether it's like playing pool or air hockey or, um, you know, Um, go getting ice cream or something like that.
0: Gotcha. And so in, in that whole scenario, I just wanted to highlight on a few things and the fact of, you know, being very thorough and thoughtful with your plans. And I mean, one thing also is like being punctual as well. It's very important to like, you know, like we mentioned before, you know, have a thought out process of what you kind of want to do and how you imagine it ending up. And I think that that's very important. The fact that you want to make sure, like, even if it's not a hard set thing, like, have an idea of how you want the process to go. And also, I'm really curious. So if somebody like what is what are your like freak shoes? Like if you're trying to get them, what kind of shoes do you wear?
1: Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I just have a lot. It just depends on like the color choice of the outfit or what I'm wearing or you know, is it a highlight or is it a neutral? Um, it's kind of tough to tell. But I do try to wear like a, a leather-based shoe. It's a little bit nicer. I mean, I have a lot of sneakers. I don't have really any dress shoes. So like a leather-based shoe um, kind of fit a little bit more professional occasion. And once again, like a lot of, the, I think a lot of things on dates is like putting your best foot forward. And it's all like a mental game. Like if you can get someone in, you know, a positive mental state and their first impression and stuff is a positive mental experience, they're going to think of it in a, you know, positive way. But if your first impression and they come up and like, oh, am I I a little, you know, overdressed or something along those lines, it can put like a sour thought into the beginning. Like, I can't believe we're doing this. I'm overdressed or, you know, I can't believe he's wearing a, a pizza roll stained white tea to this restaurant or something. Yeah.
0: And I mean, so you mentioned it. One thing that I personally say to myself and maybe will make other people feel better is that I think that it's way better. And I choose to be overdressed than underdressed any day of the week um, just because it shows that, you know, you're putting effort into something. You care about it. And that if you're underdressed, it shows I mean, it leads to a lot more different things than just like you don't care about this situation but you might not care about how you put yourself together in the first place so don't feel worried if you're overdressed at all you know it's better to be looked at as damn like he's bringing it or she's bringing it rather than like what is going on over there like he must have had a rough day
1: yeah and I think too when you talk about that and being like if you're comfortable and being you know super dressed up uh, you know that's great you don't really have to communicate that but maybe if you don't you know, you aren't someone that gets super overdressed or you don't have necessarily the right clothes to do that. So maybe it's important to, in your date, you're communicating like, Hey, we're going to go, you have a lot of athletic clothes. Like, Hey, maybe we're going to go on a hike or something after we eat dinner. So if you want to, you know, wear some athletic based clothes, that way you're on the same page instead of like, maybe you have the secret plan and she, you're wearing athletic clothes and he or she is super overdressed. You're like, Oh, we're going on a hike. Like that once again is something that can um yeah deter the route Yeah, certainly
0: so uh now that we're wrapping up i'm really curious julian what are some of your pet peeves on dates
1: um i don't know i'm a weird person i don't know if i have a whole lot of pet peeves i have a lot of more like analytical stuff so like maybe if i see someone doing something like moving their knee a lot or like You know, tapping the table or something. I don't think I'm going to get pet peeved about it, or like them talking about. I mean, it's hard because I've been in a relationship for but say so and so is talking about you know a past experience or something. I don't know if I'd get necessarily pet peeved but I'd more from an understanding point, like, okay, maybe they're nervous. Maybe they're cold. Maybe, you know, they're still emotionally attached or whatever it was, figuring out that for myself and then kind of processing that over time. Then, because I think about if having a pet peeve or a known pet peeve going into somewhere, it can make things a little bit more upsetting as it happens throughout a date.
0: Gotcha. So it's just more, you're very, you know, you notice things and, I think that that's a good point. Like people, it's not hard to notice like certain energies, especially if it's a nervous energy. People are tapping their knee or like, you know, like doing something. It's easy to pick up on. And so just to to say it in my perspective, there's a few things that I have pet peeves about. Um, One is like timeliness. Like if you're really late and you don't give a heads up, that's pretty You know, that's first strike as in like, oh, like this person doesn't have a good sense of time, which means they might not value their own time. And even worse, they don't value mine. Um, Another thing, and this is kind of a silly one, but I really don't. I'm not a fan of like adults talking like their children, like baby talk. Like I've heard this one and this person might. I think this person listens to this podcast and uh, they're going to know, but something that annoyed me is people or this one person would say like talk about avocados and call them avocadies, and i'm like dude that's the worst that is literally the worst <laughs> you have any so those are yours too uh i mean i'm sure i have more but right now off the top That's all I got.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think uh, it just depends on who you are as a person in a date. Like just figuring out who you're asking on a date, um, being prepared, kind of understanding the situation. You should be fine. Like I think the best mindset to have for a date is that at the end it's not going to work out. So that way if it does work out, you know, it's a surprise. And I mean, as weird as this sounds, if, you know, to me, dates are like basically, you know, say you're hanging out with your friends and, you know, that energy you have in that environment, it's always going to change. It's the same. It's basically the same thing. You just aren't calling in a date. You're just, you know, on a little bit more formal scale or informal scale, but you're still just trying to have that same energy and have a good time. And that to me, that's going to lead to a better outcome than like, really overthinking everything every process just kind of you know going through it and trying to have as best time as possible
0: yeah and like you kind of mentioned i think that these things that we've talked about can be more universal than just a date so you know don't be afraid to socially warm yourself up or you know be timely or you know think about what kind of interaction do i want to have with this person or like what's my goal you know do i want to create a friendship do I want to just have a buddy that I can like shoot hoops with or, you know, you know, that type of friendship. So, you know, use these as more of a life in general thing than just specifically on dates.
1: Yeah. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this on whatever platform you're on. Go ahead and send us an email at, at the off the top podcast at gmail.com. Give us some comments. Tell us about your bad dates for your good dates, what you find successful. And we'll share them to our listeners.
0: Yeah. Thanks guys.